Welcome to the Holistic Health Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Scullin, and each week I interview everyday people who have transformed their health and the amazing souls supporting them on their journey. Be inspired. Well, welcome, Juliet. It's so exciting to have you here with me and we're podcasting together. We've been uh, fellow IIN students, so I'm super excited to talk to you. We've been in contact for about 12 months now. Um, And our lives have changed so much in that time. But I'm keen to hear from you today. Um, Well, sorry, welcome. Welcome first. (laughs) Always welcome with you. Thanks. And I'm keen to hear from you today about where is your life at the moment? Like what what does your life look like for you at the moment and and how fulfilled are you in in the life that you're living? Oh, awesome question. I am, um, I was a full, full-time homestay mom and uh, I have two children, a teenager and a primary school one and a husband now working from home and everyone's piled up and um, I learned to absolutely love the time with my family mm-hmm. and I cherish these moments. Uh, I know it sounds terrifying to some people may sound terrifying to some people but I actually see this one as a rare chance to love the people that are meant to be in your life that you chose to be in your life Mm. and um, to share the ups and downs and um, just be yourself so here I am I am working on um, building up my own uh, health coaching practice which is a very interesting process and meanwhile I am maintaining and upgrading uh, my coaching skills yeah beautiful that's beautiful that you're just you know relishing the time that you're spending with your family I think that's gorgeous and I know yes a lot of people have struggled and but you're in Victoria right so you've been in lockdown now for another you know like really serious six weeks and you've got a bit more time but you're still seeing the beauty of what what is absolutely and when you look at your own situation just think about all those people that are in an even worse situation recently I understood it in Italy that meant 500 meters from home and I'm thinking oh my god we are 10 times better we are five kilometers from home Mm. you know basically um pros and cons that's difficult difficult to we are not getting there but um having the big picture helps much more, many, many, many more people suffer struggle around the world. So I'm thinking I'm not too bad. And that uh, keeps me going. I I, I don't have uh, these like heavy feelings and, uh, you know, complaining, you know, I just, I just pray and hope uh, things will get better and we'll be kind of, we'll, we'll recover from that. Mm. Yeah. And you're right. Other people are, are having it. Um, more challenging than we are here in Australia. However, it doesn't, you know, negate the the challenges that people are feeling. Um, you're a very outgoing person, so I just wanted to touch on that around how do you, as I would say you're an extrovert, um, how do you, you know, like extroverts really need the energy of other people to, to help them keep going. So how do you do that in this time? How do I get energy mm, to be extrovert? I don't know. <laughs> it, it just, uh, you know, even even a, a single thing that I do during the day and uh, gets me excited. It just recharges me. I'm like a little dynamo. There's a thing that on the on the bike, you know, you just run the pedals a little bit. Da, 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 woo, sparks and fire. Um, I was told. I think I went once for Reiki uh, massage or uh, session, and I was told that I have a great constitution, which 
I did not understand properly what exactly that means. Later on, I read it. It's like basically I recover quickly, uh, which probably is one of the reasons. But the other thing is I maintain um, a good physical condition. I do a lot of um, yoga, Pilates, bar exercises at home at the moment. And uh, we actually, I believe we eat less than before that we are at home. I have, I'm lucky that my husband cooks. So, um, yeah, we have delicious meal every day and I'm mostly vegetarian or with lots of veggies. So that, that helps a lot to keep light and just... Uh, yeah, not weighed down by things, right? Yes. Doing things that light you up and having conversations that light you up as well. Yes, that's the other secret ingredient <laughs> of my life. I love yeah. what you tells me all the things that she, all the people she's been talking to that week. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. So life wasn't always as amazing. And even with COVID lockdown, there were some challenges back in, you know, a few years ago. Can you take us through that? Uh, when I felt really somehow down uh, about four years ago, I started having uh, unexplained palpitations. I thought it was something wrong with my heart. I uh, went to get checked by a GP, ran the standard test. Everything came fine, you know, like uh, if, if any other GP or just GP that wasn't particularly interested in women's health, um, I'll say, yeah, well, read your results, all fine. But this one kind of sense that something more is behind those palpitations. So we did this kind of uh, stress anxiety test and some things came out for her and she said, why don't you take a mental health care plan? And I was like, what is that? I'm mentally fine. You know, I, I, I don't feel obviously uh, pressured by something. I wouldn't say I was depressed or anything like that, but apparently some internal anxiety has come out of somewhere once, you know, your children start going to school, things get normal and you feel a little bit less useful than you were before. You're doing too much and now doing less and you're wondering what else can I do? Um, and then uh, um, somehow I, I, I got in myself into a gym mm -hmm. and a strange concept came to me, be your own best friend by one of my yoga teachers. And I'm like, oh, I can actually have time for myself. And that's where my um, self-love journey uh, really uh, began, where I, I became serious because for quite a few years I was uh, listening to other meditations, learned, started with gratitude and um, um, attracting what's possible. All these mental things, yes, you do, but I wasn't doing the, the one thing most important that it should be for anyone, just looking after myself properly. Mm. Yeah. You were looking after everybody outside of you, not, yeah, not taking that time for yourself. And when you started to take time for yourself, what changed? What, what did you notice? And what were some of the lessons that you learned? I think it, it, it took a while, but I noticed I had this millisecond, even if it is, I don't know what it is in my brain where I can choose. Is it good for me or not good for me? It's really like a, like a touch of a second where I, where I can choose how to react. And I, I noticed it. I recognized it. And I was honestly surprised. Like I never thought, like I, I thought I'll, I'll, I'm, you know, kind of, um, uh, what, what do you say? Uh, you are, uh, I am, uh, you get what, 
what you see is what you get kind of thing. Like whatever comes, you know, it's like the mood I am and okay, and I react. But I started thinking, like, no, this is not good for me. I'm not doing it. I'll speak nicely instead of a bit more agitated. I, I won't react. I'll just inquire. So I noticed these uh, changes in, in my way of thinking and reacting and I felt lighter and happier. Yeah, and so that kept you going forward, right? So you, you felt that, you know, that calling, that inner knowing that, no, that's not for me, but if I come to the yes, if I keep following the yeses, everything just starts to unfold in that space, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's it, it just such a easier process. It's so much easier than resisting it and wanting to go your old way just because it was your old way and, and you, you've been stubborn and set and proud and then the ego and everything else. All these things clear through the gym and perhaps because I'm doing a lot of yoga with awesome instructors who also teach uh, mindfulness and meditation and I just, I'm just on the tip of the iceberg. I understand, but um, it just has made my life so much easier and, and happier. Yeah, but that's where it starts, right? So that is, you know, you're on the tip of the iceberg, but those little callings, that awareness that was created way back when then has led you to where you are now and then it's like I am open to what comes next. Like you're not going to resist and hold yourself back. There might be some what I call um, the the spirit or the soul knows first and then the body has to catch up. So there might be some resistance in the body, but that's where you do the mindset work and then you go, okay, but my body has told, my my inner knowing or inner being has told me that this is where we're going to go, so we just go. But and And that may take some time. It does take time. And one of my characteristics, so at least before, was like persistence, was like really like when I was a busy professional, like I would persist. I'll, I'll just go through any task, no matter what. So I, I build that, um, it's a resilience as well and, and, and persistence. So I said, no, I need to be there. I need to be there for myself. I need to go through this routine. Initially, it wasn't easy for me. I, I, I wasn't nowhere to do, you know, the, the plank and then going down the proper sun salutation or do it on my knees and looking at everyone around myself. It's okay. It will happen. And eventually it happened. And it's now it's easy for me. And I like everyone says, oh, how beautiful they are. Yes, but it wasn't before. So it's a process. And I, I remember the process, um, frustrating sometimes, sometimes discouraging, but you tell yourself eventually I'll get there. And it's like with anything. You, you you do it a thousand times and eventually it's going to work. Yeah. So it's a really good mantra for you going, like, just generally in your life right now is eventually I will get where, you know, get to having a thriving health coaching business and having a thriving, you know, even more thriving family and relationship that you've got in that space. And, you know, are there other mantras that you've used along the way? Mantras. Or I am statements or motivational statements. I uh, like to remind myself that I'm capable and I, I do a good job. Yeah. And that, that is just like my patting on the shoulder, whether it's like after I bake a nice bread or, uh, you know, do a round of groceries. I know I've done, I've, I've given it my best, you know, I've given my time, I've given my thought about it, um, I've given my love and, um, yeah, just uh, do the best you can at this moment and do better next time if you can. Yeah, and it's only lessons, right? So it's no, there's no failure. If that bread didn't work out, you go, well, what did I do? 
that cause this, okay, well, how can I change that for next time and what does that look like? Because you make amazing bread and I'm coming to Victoria to eat. <laughs> oh, you eat your gluten. This one, you won't regret it. It's fantastic. But, <laughs> yes, I I just realised that it's been um, 13, 13, seven years since I started my um, uh, sourdough journey and experiments and uh Finally, now I've had good good breads during the years, but now with the consistency, now I just you know, and also lucky a friend gave me good you know proven recipe. Uh, I love to experiment, and that's the other thing. So every time I'll change something, I say, oh, it didn't work. Okay, let next thing, and da da. And then you improve your base, and you know, it's yeah, it's work in progress, and that is the good thing about it. Uh, you learn through that thing, and. And it's, again, it's a consistency and persistency. I'll get there. I'll try. I'll give it a try. This positive attitude that I've built up of uh, getting into the mode of trying. And then that's what I try to teach my children, you know, when they want, I don't want to try. Oh, this one doesn't look nice. I'm not eating that or something like that. When they say, I said, try it once. And for children, you know, with the taste, it's like it takes 10 times to offer them something until they finally have an opinion. And they want to give up even before they have even tried it. So I, I keep telling them, you need to try something before you say whether you like it or not. It's not by the look of it, you know, just get into the core. Yeah, that's right. And we do the same thing with Teddy or with our clients as well. We kind of say, just try it. Give yourself, you know, two weeks for your taste buds to, taste buds to change. Give it two weeks. Don't, don't push back straight away. And doesn't mean that you're swapping out your favourite things for this other thing that you're kind of going, ah. keep your favourite things in there and just have this on the side as well. So that yes. you just try it out. Compulsory. You need to give it a go. There's no way. You will never experience anything in your life if you just do the things you know. Yeah. You know, like even going on a, on a holiday in an unknown place or meeting unknown people. You know, how are you going to get to know them? How are you going to become friends? Just make the first step and see if, if, if it's a first step from their side okay you meet halfway it's beautiful yeah. same thing you know you don't like strawberries oh well they may not like you either <laughs> they may not like you either and it's okay to say no yeah. but some things that you kind of you haven't had since a child or it's been you know yeah. a couple of years let's just try it again and see what happens you know for me anything fish related is completely off the table so I will never try that again but they're you know um, Brussels sprouts have come back into my life and I roast them oh. Enjoy them. Do you know what I mean? And I love that they're roasted so the outside leaves are a bit crispy and inside is nice and soft. And they don't have that. There was such a strong flavour that they had as as a child. They don't have that strong flavour. So there's just yeah. things that we can just go, let's just try that again and see what happens. Absolutely. I have one child addicted to uh, fermented Brussels sprouts. So I buy especially from our farmer's market Brussels sprouts and I, uh, and I ferment them for him. That's awesome. Cannot stop eating them. Same thing with kimchi. He's my fermented food uh, uh, fan. Seriously? <laughs> awesome. That's so you try it. You just 2% salt per volume of water, yeah. a couple of days, and bobs your ankle. Yeah, super easy. And I guess, you, you know, it's, it, those sorts of things, fermented foods are really good for gut health. Um, you can get it into them early makes a massive difference you don't have to, and you're not hiding anything you know sometimes we have to hide things for our children uh, so that they don't know that they're actually having them <laughs> well actually I have to uh, um, twist my little one's arms and I said eat your dinner and then you have kimchi 
<laughs> he can eat like a bowl full of, of kimchi and sometimes he complains it's not spicy enough yeah, yeah. <laughs> is agni in ayurveda you know a good fire digestive fire it's called agni yes good good one is good one yeah yeah good on him that's cool so what are you loving? We've talked about how, you know, you've got this amazing life and you're really blessed about where you're at. You've had this challenge in your life and it really opened up the doors to you going on this path of discovery. What's next for you? Hmm, what's next for me? Once I have um, uh, the, I, again, the possibility to meet people, it's, this is my next thing. I love to meet people personally uh, and strike uh, those just casual conversations that oftentimes turn into lifelong friendships. Yeah. Um, and um, just uh, see how the world would uh, accept me. I have no doubt I have uh, more to offer uh, to uh, people who would like to go on this health journey mm. and just need a little help. Mm. I'm very much into um, all things natural. So we start with that, you know, gut health, natural and fantastic food to eat. Yeah. And uh, we'll take it from there. So um, we're building slowly. We'll, we'll do a bit of more, uh, you know, exposure uh, in, in media about myself I am absolutely enjoying for the moment uh, you know this quiet time because nothing is permanent whatever however we will emerge from this situation definitely will be something different but we will never be like we are now so I'm, I'm just living my now and um, planning and preparing for um, my next stage of being a professional not so busy but quality busy yes quality and when you're in your flow it's really beautiful to see how that's just everything just happens for you like it yes. resonates and it just keeps going forward which is really lovely so we look forward to more of that and we look forward to perhaps coming back onto the podcast you know in a year or so's time when everything's you know a little bit different and we can have a look at what's going on for you in that space and see how much your life has changed that would be an honor well, that that would be lovely. I really like to do these uh, comparisons, and uh, one thing that I've learned when I when I think about something in the past, I think, oh, I could have done better. There's a there's a momentous thought, like you think, oh, I could have done something differently. Oh, if I knew, I would have bought like Apple shares thirty years ago. Okay, uh, simple as that. But um, then then the other thought comes, but I didn't know then what I know now. So. I cannot judge myself. So I learned not to do that. Like no regrets in that sense. Like whatever happened there, it happened. That, that was the, the circumstances. That's what I had to work with. Mm-hmm. So um, it will be int- really interesting in, in, in some time to reflect on these moments uh, now. So I'm mindful that this thing is happening now. I'm fully um, immersed myself in, in this moment. And then later on, I say, yeah, things have changed. We move forward. <laughs> Lovely. Well, I, we're just going to take, change uh, direction back to you a little bit more around, you know, like I'm a massive believer in self-love. You know that I talk about it all the time. So I'd really love to know what's one thing that you do for self-love in your life. Taking time for myself. I think that's that's the thing that um, um, 
brings me uh, joy. How I how I um, use that time is uh, you know varies. Uh, sometimes it might be my uh, gym exercise. Sometimes might be a conversation with with a friend. Sometimes um, it will be just uh, spending time with the kids and um, or cooking something. Yeah. So I um, I do things that I enjoy, and and that's 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 my thing. That's my self love, and important to make sure I do something for myself every day. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I don't go to bed and say, "Oh, I've done this, 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 that," and what you know, tomorrow the same. No, but I know I did something quality, nice, something for me. Sometimes it might be, oh, you know, the, the luxury these days to read the proper book, mm. paper book. <laughs> oh, how nice that is. I, I keep uh, some next to my night table or uh, every, everywhere I, go, I have books. I, we love books. So, uh, yeah, if, if I have a chance. Oh, I, and even looking at my garden now, everything is blossoming outside my magnolia. And I just noticed, uh, I went outside for a little bit. I have a, a grafted uh, cherry apple tree and they both beautifully, beautiful, they produce beautiful blossoms. So gentle and have Japanese maple tree. And just noticing, you know, how things flow and change through the seasons. And it brings me joy. And I'm, I just try to keep that feeling till the end of the day. I said, yeah, I love myself. I did something nice for myself and I'm enough. And you are enough which is beautiful. So tell me now, what's one thing that we could do? I'm going to, I'm going to phrase it like this. So for more self-love in the world, what could we give out to the world to create more, you know, abundance and love and kindness? What is, what is that thing that we could do? Fill your own cup first. Mm. And that's how it is. Make sure your bucket is not broken because there's no point trying to fill up something that is broken. Repair yourself. One way or another, seek a health coach, call a friend, do something, uh, see where the leakages happen, why, find the reasons. Then fill that cup with, with love, love yourself, um, respect yourself, and then pour out some to the world. And then refill, because the, when the love comes from inside, you have this abundance to give to everyone and share, share that abundance and share that love. Make sure you recharge yourself. It's so easy. Just choices. Uh, easy. Sounds easy, but I know sometimes it may not be easy, but it's the easiest thing that is under our control. We decide, you know, just make, you, make sure you're good, you're fine. Then, then you will have this abundance and love coming from the inside and share it, share it. Yeah. And we'll come back to you. And it does, doesn't it? It's okay. <laughs> back in so it just fills you back up again like and then you get this so you spoke before around you know you can tap into your family but you can tap into books and things like that which is amazing but when you go out into the world and you tap into other people so for me self-love can just be playing with Teddy or spending some time with Chris it doesn't have to be by myself which originally that's what I was doing because that's what I needed I needed that alone time but as you evolve through that cycle it's absolutely time with others and then because your cup is so full there you can then flow onto them and then it flows back into you which is really lovely yes absolutely when you when when you're full it just you overflow with that and Others can feel it for some reason. <laughs> it just it, because we are energy, we are energetic beings, and uh, when you have that good vibrations and 
goodness inside and it just goes around you and then the same thing comes back and and the more you give the more you receive Mm. absolutely well thank you so much for joining me today it's been my honor to have you and to be chatting with you and I look forward to you know all um, everybody that's listening who could tap into your resources and have conversations with you because you love doing that sort of thing so how could they get in contact with you um, the best way is probably through my website. Uh, uh, it's Julieta Sebastian with double T uh, and um, or LinkedIn as well would do. And I have a Facebook group called Demand Health with Julieta Sebastian because I am a firm believer that we need to demand back our health, mm. that we, we, we are born within and for some reasons and, you know, circumstances, we lose uh, control over it. And we stop thinking about it, that this is our right to have it. So I, I want to help people restore that sense of ownership over their health. Beautiful. And we'll link to all of that in the show notes. So thank you again for coming on. It's, as I said, it's been my honour and I always love catching up with you. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for joining me on my Holistic Health Podcast. It's been great to have you and I have a few small favours to ask so we can spread the word about this podcast further and encourage others to dive into their health journeys. Firstly, head over to susanscollin.com and tell us what resonated with you. Secondly, subscribe and leave a five-star review. The next thing I'd really love you to do is to share this episode with someone you love and head over to my private Facebook group, Holistic Health with Susan Scollin, and continue to up-level your own health and wellness. Thank you so much for being here.